This is the How to Share podcast, where we help you find your story, write your story, and share that story with the world. With loads of experience marketing, hotels, restaurants, and influencers, your host, Amy Dreheim, will help you craft stories worth sharing. Stories that do more than sell a room or destination, they inspire. If you're ready to share better stories and improve your marketing strategy, you're in the right place. Here's your host, marketing expert, author, and travel blogger, Amy Dreheim. This is the How to Share podcast, episode number six. I have been talking a lot about creativity in crisis. I mean, I've been on a tear lately on social. So I did this exercise where I was challenged to reach out to 20 people in my life and ask them what my biggest strengths are. And at first I was like, oh, no, 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 I can't do that. I can't ask that. But then it changed to, okay, I've got nothing better to do. So I reached out to a mix. I reached out to my childhood best friend, my parents, former colleagues, clients, my mom friends, my Pilates friends. So I'd hopefully get a mix of answers. I also thought, you know what, this is kind of silly. Maybe I shouldn't do this. I know what people are going to say. They're going to say I'm smart, funny, and cute. And that's going to be that. It turns out I didn't give myself enough credit because creativity is my biggest strength by a landslide. 12 out of 18 people I polled listed creative as my first strength. The other top two strengths were that I'm dynamic and that I'm big hearted. I was sort of taken aback by this. I started thinking about my business and how that creativity and big heartedness needed to come through more so that I could better serve my clients, including right now during this crisis. So today I'm sharing that train I'm on, the creativity in crisis train, and I'm inviting you on board. You've got a ticket. The only rule is that you can't bring your baggage along. You've got to leave that at the door. This train is full of creative ideas, so there's really not room for anything else. Sorry. But hey, if you're searching for ideas, or if you're looking to get more creative in your communications, or if you want to change the ways your property is responding to the crisis, then let's keep going. Hop on. The train's about to leave. And as my son would say, Chega, chega, choo choo. Now, in today's episode, we'll ride the creativity train and talk about how creativity can keep your business in growth mode, how creativity can connect you to your customers, and how to tap into your own creativity right now. Now, to be clear, I'm not talking about a complete 180 pivot from what you do. I'm not talking about abandoning ship at all. I'm talking about how to think outside of the box to keep doing what you're doing in new and exciting ways. As we talk through each of these, I'll share some great examples along the way. So let's talk about that first one, how creativity can keep your business in growth mode. Yes, even right now. 
Actually, now is the perfect time to grow because business has slowed down. If that sounds like an oxymoron, let me explain. Think about all the times in the past that you've said, "Ah, if only I had one more day a week, I could do this or that. Or if we didn't have guests coming in every day, we could finally finish that project. Dust off that wish list because right now you have the time. Think of this as the incredible opportunity to hit pause on your daily operations. If you hadn't been forced to close, but if you wanted to get a renovation or a revitalization project completed, guess what? You probably would have needed to close and you probably would have sacrificed some sales in order to do so. So just because the pandemic is the reason behind this pause doesn't mean you can't still take full advantage of this time. So I'll give you a great example of this. Across the Atlantic, there's this incredible place called the Canary Islands. You've probably heard of those. And if you have, you might also know about Lanzarote. That's an island in the Canaries. So on the northeastern side of the island, there's this eco-retreat that sits on the edge of Arietta Beach called Finca de Arietta. Stephen and I were lucky enough to stay at this little slice of paradise back in 2014, I think it was. So the property consists of this great piece of acreage, including 17 alternative energy-powered like bungalow-style properties, plus resort amenities, including this honor system pantry and even a chicken coop where you can pick eggs. There's some lawn games. There's like surfboards and boogie boards that you can just grab and go to the beach. And there's solar panels as well. So the owners have always had this goal of being self-sustainable. But there was always this one thing they wanted and didn't have time for. And that was to start a vegetable garden. It seems small, right? But in doing so, they would actually become that much closer to their goal of self-sustainability. So guess what happened when guests cleared out as a result of the pandemic? They took action and they put more roots into the ground. They've planted watermelon, sweet potatoes, beans, and more, and intend to serve their guests in this whole new way year-round when it's time to reopen. I'll give you another example. So my husband owns a restaurant here in Bend, Oregon. And when our state governor, Kate Brown, announced that all restaurants would need to close their dining service and exist only as takeout and delivery for the foreseeable future, Stephen immediately went to work to figure out how to do more than just survive. He looked months into the future when hopefully diners would be ready to return. And he started asking questions. What will they want when that time comes? How will the restaurant experience change? Stephen's been not only working to beautify his restaurant for the day when customers can return, he's also rethinking the entire dining experience as we know it. He's doubling down on takeout by showing up on every single delivery app and seeing which ones work best. And he's also rethinking the in-house dining experience to anticipate his future customers' needs. So each week, he's testing out different menu items. 
He's trying to meet the needs of customers dining at home. He's not just going with the menu that was working when diners were coming in, right? Because that's changed. So in the first week, he put out a family meal, knowing that parents are home with their kids right now and they need some relief. The family option is priced right and it's satisfying. And most of all, it makes the decision of what to have for dinner so much easier. You're listening to the third example right here, right now, my podcast. This was the thing that I was waiting for a pause to be able to start. So when I finally got that, I had to sort of temper my excitement because I immediately saw this break from my regular work for what I'm telling you it is, a chance to finally do that thing. And it's that paradox I mentioned at the beginning of this topic, right? That actually, because my work in the traditional sense has slowed down, I could actually use the newfound time to grow. The first half of the year, I was working, well, I guess it wasn't even half of a year. Gosh, it felt like half a year. In the first three months of the year, I was working constantly, and it felt like I never had enough hours to pursue the things I knew would actually allow me to grow in the future. Now suddenly, I have that time. Is this making more sense? So if you're a person who's ever said, I want to do this, but I don't have time, or I wish I could just pause everything so I could focus on doing that, don't miss your chance. Now is that time to grow. Live this paradox with me. Now, I realize that for some ideas, time isn't the only thing you need. You may need money, and you probably feel like you're running out of it. For service-based businesses, though, this is a little bit easier because a lot of the stuff that we do is in our heads, and we just need to get it down on paper. So if you're wanting to complete a major building or renovation project for your hotel, Just consider that you may have needed to close down to complete the project in the first place and that the pent-up demand to travel will lead to a strong rebound for hospitality. If you can invest now, I think it's a good time to do that. So back on episode four, we talked about continuity and messaging right now. And the same is true for your physical property, right? There can be continuity here as well. So don't let the cobwebs grow. Don't turn out the lights just yet. Well, I mean, do turn out the lights if nobody is there. But figuratively speaking, don't turn the lights off, okay? Find creative ways to continue to invest right now. It will pay off. So next, let's talk about how creativity can connect you to your customers. This is actually an incredible time for hotels. Without doing much, there's going to be a ton of pent-up demand for travel when this is all over, because travelers have had their trips postponed and canceled. My friends have reached out to say they've had countless trips, conferences, stuff they've been waiting a year for, canceled stuff they've been saving a year for or more. Now they're forced to stay home and there's no one to be mad at. They're not upset with the hotel or the destination. In fact, suddenly that trip has become the thing they want more than anything. The value and meaning of vacations and being outside of the home has increased exponentially in recent weeks. There's a lot at stake right now, and we all need to stay home. 
but the time will come to travel again and the pent up demand will create a major rebound for hospitality. It's going to be through the roof. So should you just sit back and wait for that pent up demand to bubble over when the time comes? I mean, you certainly can, but what if I told you, you can also do something right now without inviting guests into your hotel just yet to make sure that your hotel and destination is top of mind when the time comes to travel again. Would you invest a little more now if it meant more market share in the future? I certainly would. I'm seeing hotels start to understand this equation more and more. You see this in the creative efforts to connect with past guests and future guests. Don't forget about those. So hotels who welcome local artists are now creating playlists on Spotify. That's a great way to connect. Hotels with restaurants or restaurants that are standalone are starting to share recipes to cook at home. Pet-friendly hotels are donating supplies to animal shelters. That is really cool. Some hotels are sending stripped-down emails from their GM or owners to share highly personal stories of what their day-to-day looks like now. I talk more about this new breed of storytelling back on episode four, by the way. So these are just some of the ways that you can get creative to stay connected to your customers and be the place they want to visit most when this is all over. Now, let's take a minute to talk about how to tap into your own creativity right now. Okay, I know I've convinced you, and now you're like, ah, I like all of these ideas, but I have none of my own. First of all, just stop, okay? You know your property better than anyone. There are so many ideas inside of those walls and just outside of those walls as well. So take some time, give yourself 20 minutes and a stack of post-it notes. This is exactly what I do. And I want you to reverse engineer some ideas by answering the following questions. Number one, how would I describe my business? Maybe words like comforting, quirky, central, or cerebral come to mind. Write those down. So second, I want you to ask, how do I want guests to feel when they come inside? Maybe it's, I want them to feel welcome, happy, excited, or maybe you want them to feel relieved, or maybe they feel like they have a sense of purpose when they come in. So the third piece of this is, how do we make our guests feel this way? Maybe it's a welcome cocktail, boom, there's your first idea. Did you hear it? Share that welcome cocktail recipe on social or in an email. Maybe guests feel happy because of the energy of your space, the colorful walls, or maybe the views. This content is totally worth sharing. Maybe you do that in a photo series. Jot down those ideas you're having. Maybe your guests feel relieved when they walk into your hotel because it's been a journey to get there and they've got a spa appointment lined up, right? So you wanna get inside of their head. So for that guest, maybe you're gonna find ways to bring what you do in the spa to guests at home right now. 
Maybe that's putting together a little mani-pedi kit that, that can be picked up curbside or mailed. Or maybe it's a make-at-home mud mask and an, another little recipe that you're providing, right? So anything goes. I have a feeling that you have a lot of ideas in that head of yours. So keep asking these three questions and see what comes. Again, those questions are, one, how would I describe my business? Two, how do I want my guests to feel when they come in? And three, what are the ways that we make guests feel this way? And then, of course, how can those experiences be translated in your messaging? Those are your ideas. By the way, this idea generation doesn't stop when the pandemic is over. This is your warm-up, people. You need to keep finding ways to communicate what's happening on property. You need to find ways to communicate your brand's identity across all of your digital marketing channels. Consistent messaging is key to creating a loyal following and repeat customers. So don't stop. Keep thinking about the stories your hotel can tell that come back to the brand and come back to the emotions your guests feel when they step through those doors. With a bit of practice being creative in crisis, you'll start to feel less like your business is shrinking and more like your business is growing. There's still room to grow right now and always. If you're able to be creative in crisis, and continue to find ways to grow and to communicate with your customers, they'll be all but busting down your doors when the time comes to visit you again. Hop on over to the show notes at howtosharepodcast.com slash six and leave a comment if you found this episode helpful or if you've got an idea you'd like me to help you solidify. I'd love to hear from you and I'm happy to help. As always, keep sharing those stories and tap into that creativity I know you have inside of you. Thanks for listening to the How to Share podcast. If you loved this episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening 